hello, race fans. Welcome to a new edition of the Road to Indy Insider. It's episode number 37. My name's Rob Howden, the voice of the Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. And as we work our way through these kind of getting to know shows, these, these podcasts that'll introduce you to the drivers who'll be racing in the Road to Indy and in USF Juniors here in 2022, we're kind of working our way through. We just wrapped up one with Christian Brooks. We've talked to a couple drivers in, in, in uh, Indy Pro 2000, Indy Lights, USF Juniors. We're going to center back down on the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship and grab one of the young rookies who will be coming into the program this year. Uh, Evagoras Papasavis is a, is a young 14-year-old out of Loveland, Ohio. Uh, some pretty extensive background in karting. He's done it for four or five years. But last year, a very, very extensive USF 2000 testing program with J. Howard Driver Development to get himself ready to come USF 2000 racing as a rookie this year. Uh, he'll be joining me right now. We'll talk a bit about his karting career, but let's start. Evagoras, let's start with uh, welcome. Great to have you here on the podcast. Yeah, great to be here. Hey, and listen, you're getting into racing now. This is your first motorsports podcast as well, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So once you go on to win the Indianapolis 500, we'll be able to go back and say, my first podcast is with Rob Haddon. <laughs> yeah. Sound good? Uh, so listen, one of the things we do here, obviously, is kind of, we want to kind of jump in to let the Road to Indy fans know who you are, kind of get a, a chance to kind of get to know you a little bit. Let's start talking about, let's go right back to the origin story. And I always do this. How did you get started in racing? Where was the fascination for it? You know, did your parents race? What was it that got you into racing? Well, yeah. So um, my dad did some racing. Uh, wasn't at the professional level. It was kind of like club level. Yeah. Uh, he was driving cars. He drove a Porsche 944 Turbo. And uh, he took me to an indoor karting place when I was very, very young. Uh, and it just clicked. <laughs> I just loved it straight from then. Uh, so, yeah, he taught me a lot. We've been to go-karting tracks, private testing sessions, just me and my dad, and we, and he teaches me everything. I love it. That's awesome. And <clears throat> you're not the first person, obviously, uh, as a young driver who found it through indoor karting, right? We talked to a lot of the kids that were up at uh, Grand Prix New York and Mount Kisco, Robert McGinnis, Josh Green, Dylan Christie were at that track. Some of the California drivers, same thing. Indoor, indoor karting was the first thing they did. You go from indoor karting to outdoor karting, like a lot of drivers in Ohio. You ran the Ohio Valley uh, Karting uh, Association, uh, the track there. Uh, tell me about your first couple of years when you got into karting. Was it was it all you hoped for? Were you were you nervous? Did you pick it up pretty quickly? Well, as, as I remember it, uh, I wasn't so nervous that I remember. I was kind of just going out to see what would happen, see how yeah. fast I am compared to other drivers. Um, but yeah, as um, the years went on, I obviously did start to get more nervous before my races <laughs> um, because I just understood it more. I understood what the competition was like and what would happen. Yeah, it's funny, right? You can't be scared of something you don't know. So when you're young, you're kind of naive. Yeah. And, you, and and I know you were kind of working your way up through the ranks as well back in, in 2020. And, and up there, you ran with Trinity Carding Group. You ran with them again a little bit this year. Uh, you moved with another team for a while. In 2020, you did some big national racing. You ran the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, United States Pro Kart Series. You ran the, at the Rock the Rio event, the big Rock Cup race down in Las Vegas. What was that like? Because obviously at that point, you kind of learned a bit. You did some club racing at OVKA. You ran at the Newcastle Motorsports Park, Dis the Dismore's uh, KRA Series, and had some success there. Driver of the year. You won a championship in junior sportsman. When you jumped up into the national level in 2020, how was that? Give me your thoughts on on what it was like kind of dialing things in and, and moving up a step. 
Yeah, so uh, when we moved to the national level, that's when, um, you know, looking at the competitors and looking at the speed and all that, looking at the speed that they had, this is when I started to realize, okay, this is the top level of karting. And if I want to make it big, then I need to be up there. So that's when we really started putting in the work, going practicing a lot more, a lot more often. So that way we could, we could be up there with everyone else. It does take a level of commitment, doesn't it? And people don't realize that, right? They look at carding, they go, wow, it's carding, it's fun. But they don't realize when you come to a race like this, it's it's its own little professional uh, uh, arena of motorsports. And you have to take it just carding just as seriously as you would your open wheel career. Yeah, um, a lot of commitment, a lot of hard work, both on the track and off the track. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of hard work everywhere, all around it. So your success out at Newcastle obviously uh, kind of caught the eye of Jay Howard, uh, you know, former USF 2000 champion, former Indy Lights champion, been in the Indy 500, a very successful team. He's won the last couple of championships in USF 2000 and Indy Pro, a good spotter of talent, lives in Indianapolis too, so not that far for him to come out and see what you guys are doing. He gets a, he gets a word of how good you are. You won that driver of the year for the junior category out there. What was it like when, when Jay first kind of came to you and said, hey, listen, you, you, I like what I see here right now. We may need to get you in a car to do some testing. Was that in your mind where you're saying, hey, you know what? I'm ready to go in, in the cars pretty soon. Yeah. So towards the end of my national karting, um, we started to think about, OK, so if I want to be a professional driver, what's the next step? What's the next step to get me into cars? What's the right path? And when Jay approached us, we this was the right opportunity to to go with him, see, um, take his experience with um, developing drivers through the ranks. And um, yeah, we'll just see what we can do. We started off in F4, did a little bit of F4 testing. Um, and then Jay said that I'm, I'm pretty good and we should try USF 2000. Uh, because I can race sooner and earlier than an F4. Um, and that'll put me out into more eyes earlier. So, yeah, we did USF 2000. I personally enjoyed USF 2000 much more than F4. Um, yeah, we did that, and that was the path that we took. Yeah, what I liked about it was obviously you did a bit of karting this year, but you also really got a lot of USF 2000 testing in. And really for a young driver like yourself who didn't jump into anything before that, getting a chance to get you know comfortable in that car, because you said it's a, it's a fun car to drive. The Tatus uh, USF 17, of course, will have the update kit for 2022 with, with the new uh, Halo, of course. It's going to be a more safe car, uh, the new Tatus. But you got a chance to do a lot of driving. Did, this comp I asked a, a, this to a lot of drivers. How are you at the start of the season? How are you at the end of the season? You haven't raced yet, so let's go into testing. How how different were you? Was Evagoras different from the first test when you first got into the USF 2000 to maybe how you have been uh, heading into the new season? How, how much different were you? How much more comfortable are you? Well, I'm much more comfortable uh, driving the car. Uh, in the beginning of the season, uh, when we go back to the trailer and we look at the data, you could definitely tell that I was driving that car kind of like a go-kart. All right. Yeah. Like, uh, cause that's what I was used to. That was the only driving style that I ever did in the past. So now, uh, now as the testing season went on, I started to change and learn, uh, how to drive a race car quickly and the different driving styles. 
and all about it and all about how to go quick and how to understand and understanding what the car does. We're going to jump in and talk about 2022 in a second and maybe what your thoughts are, what your goals are. But let's let's talk about how you, how you and I kind of together wrapped up the 2021 season. You and I were both down in Las Vegas for the Supercars USA Super Nationals out of the Las Vegas Motor Speedway on that tepor- temporary course that they put together. 24th running of that great race. You were racing with Trinity Karting Group and Sean and Michelle Bela. Fantastic team. I know you've done a lot of racing at their track down at uh, MCC in Cincinnati as well. Uh, our first face-to-face look... Uh, that weekend was you came out in the front stra- in the front stra- at start finish, got a little wide. Somebody kind of spun in front of you. You had nowhere to go. You ended up in the barriers. You know, three sixty came out of the go kart, and then we're kind of standing. I don't think you were that hurt. I think you were actually pretty good. But man, that much have shocked you a little bit. That's probably the bigger biggest wreck you might have had in a kart. I would expect. Oh yeah, for sure. That was <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that that was a really big wreck. Flew out of the cart, and I just remember laying on the barrier, just like trying to get back up, just yeah. trying to comprehend what just happened. The crazy thing is you ended up coming back and racing for the rest of the weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> because I just, I really wanted to, cause that's a really big race and I really wanted to do well. Uh, so yeah, I came back the next day on Sunday to try and get a good result. Getting a chance to talk right now to the rookie driver for J. Howard Driver Development in the Cooper Tires USF 2000 program this year, Evagoras Papasavas. 14-year-old driver out of Loveland, Ohio, did a full season of testing in that USF 2000 to get ready for his freshman season here in 2022. Evagoras, let's talk about the new year. Um, obviously, coming in here, we have spring training uh, uh, just about a week away, right? We, maybe a week and a half away. Um, and then we go right, you know, two weeks later, we're right into the season. Um what, what kind of expectations do you have for yourself? First off, what do you want to see come out of St. Petersburg? That's our opening round. Always tough for young rookie drivers, you know, the temporary circuit. I'm sure Jay's got you prepped up for that. What, do you, what are your thoughts on St. Petersburg? What's a, what, what focus do you have for that event? Well, actually, with St. Petersburg and the incident in Vegas, so it turns out it was a little more than a concussion from Vegas. Okay. Um, it caused some fluid concentration, and the doctor said that it would be better if we remove it. Wow. So on Monday, I'm going to go in for a procedure to make sure we prevent any complications. Um, so I will miss the first half of the season, oh, and wow. I'll come okay. back I'll come back uh, around the Indy Grand Prix. Well, I and, guess I, I guess that the, the good thing is we have that big gap, right? We, we run the, the race at the end of February. We don't run, run uh, until Barber in April. So potentially you're only going to miss a couple of races then. Yeah, so that's that's a good thing. I won't miss too much races, but because it's my rookie year, you know, this wouldn't be the year that I'll be fighting for a championship of any sort. So um, it's kind of, we would rather have it happen on, during my rookie year than a year where I'm fighting for the championship. Yeah, I think that's probably a good uh, a good mindset for it. You know, it could put you down and say, man, I would like to be in the car. You did, did a lot of testing last year to prepare yourself. But yeah, I didn't realize that the incident in uh, in Las Vegas was was that that rough. I'm I'm really glad to hear that they're going to be able to take care of it, and then you'll be able to get back safely into the car. I think that's a great call. Um, all right, so listen, let's have some fun now. We talked a little bit about who you are, what you've done. Now you're going to be on the couch until until Indianapolis. You'll make your debut at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which is a, I think a pretty good racetrack to start at. Uh, a fantastic yeah. road course. Let's try to get to know Evagoras Papasavas a little bit. I got some questions for you. Some of them are kind of racing oriented, some a little more fun. Let's start with this one. Uh, and it, it's because you haven't done a lot of racing, we may have to go to one of your test tracks or a karting track if you want as well. 
If I asked you what your favorite track is, what would it be? Um, my favorite track, uh, out of all the tracks, both karting and uh, car racing. I've only done a few uh, tracks that we do um, in the car racing. I've done Barber and Road America. Um, I would have to say probably Road America. I love that track. <laughs> it's it's a really fun track. The the straightaways are insanely long, and it's just it's great racing, close racing, uh, wheel to wheel. It's there's a lot of fast flowing corners, and it's it's just a great track. Well, this is interesting. I could have brought this in earlier. Let's bring it in right now. So in the in the Tyrac.com Road to Indy E series, we have our RTI prospects, and we've seen uh Alessandro Dutulio and Matt Clark be really good there. And then we have our drivers who are actual RTI drivers, signed drivers like yourself and, and a lot of drivers. You're actually leading the points in the uh in the E series. You've had some you really you know, you're really strong on the oval with a couple of consistent results there. We go to Road America on Monday, and you like Road America, so hey, maybe. Maybe we're going to see you up front tra- challenger for the championship for the RTI drivers. Have you done a lot of, of driving on Road America on the uh, on the sim? Yeah, I have done a lot of driving on Road America. And one thing that I found is going to Road America in the real world and getting that professional um, help from Jay, it really helps me a lot in the sim to apply oh, wow. what I learned in the real world to the sim. So hopefully, yeah, we can extend my points, get my points lead. I like it. Let's go outside of, of the particular race cars. I'm going to ask you what what other type of race car would you really like to drive? And I'm not. We can't say IndyCar because you know Road Indy takes you to IndyCar, so of course you want to drive that car. But let's go outside the realm of what you already drive. Is there a particular race car, a sprint car, whatever it is that you would really like to try? Well, um, actually, uh, I've always loved to do sports cars. Okay. Sports cars, um, just like. For example, the Daytona 24, the multi-class racing, uh, it's like wheel to wheel. And uh, the thing with open wheel racing is you can't really have much contact. I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's uh, good. It's true. But in the sports cars, there is a little bit more, like you could have a, like a bump here and there and it will yeah. not affect you as much. So the racing is really close. And I just love the, uh, the different car manufacturers. Um, the different classes, multi-class racing, managing traffic, all of that. I just find that really fun. I love it. Perfect answer to that question. We mentioned sim racing, talking about the E-Series. How much of it is, a, is it a part of your training? As a young driver who did a lot of outdoor racing, actually getting behind the wheel of the USF 2000, how much sim racing do you do? Is it something you do on, on a regular basis? Yeah, it is something that I do on a regular basis. And um, I think that doing sim racing – I think that that did help me a little bit when I first jumped into the F4 car because I had an idea of what to expect when you drive a car, Yep. when you drive a race car. So yeah, that definitely did help me. Uh, and I think with how uh, racing simulators are getting more and more realistic, it'll definitely help me learn new tracks right before the race weekend. I 100% agree with that. Good call. Um, listen, fitness is a big part uh, of being a professional race car driver. Um, what's your what's your go to exercise? Are, are you are you into fitness right now? It's not as it's not as 
as needed, I think, in the USF 2000 car. But when you move to the Indy Pro 2000 car, which is more of everything, a lot heavier steering, you do need to have that fitness at another level. And, of course, every time a driver moves up another level, you really have to dial things in. Is that something that you've been focusing on? Are you, are you big into fitness? Yeah, um, fitness is definitely a part of it. I have been doing some of it. But recently, because of the incident in Vegas, yeah. I have not been able to do anything. But before the incident, I have been uh, doing some fitness, exercising, and getting me prepared to do those 30 to 40-minute races in USF 2000. Good call. All right. So we've talked a bit about racing. Let's have some fun right now because you're young. You're 14 years old. So I know you like you like hitting the... Uh, you like hitting fast food places like most of us do. So we're going to go with food here a little bit right now. Let's say you're on a road trip to the uh, to a race. You're with the boys, you know, the guys, a couple of crew members, a couple of your teammates. You're heading down the road. Let's say you're driving wherever. You're driving across Ohio. You're going to go across 70 You by Newcastle. You're going to Indianapolis for your debut. You guys got to pull off the road and have, have lunch or dinner. What is your go-to fast food spot? You don't have time. You got to roll through a drive-thru. Where are you going and what are you getting? What's your order? Well, um, actually, I'm not that big of a fast food guy. Well, good for you. Um, but I do probably, out of all the fast foods, I would prefer Chick-fil-A or Chipotle yeah. somewhere. All right. That's, you know what? That, those, those are two that we've already had in these yeah. podcasts so far. A couple, a couple, uh, one guy said Chip, Chipotle. Christian Brooks just a couple of days ago said, uh, said Chick-fil-A. So, man, you're on it. Good for you. Good stuff. Um, it's interesting you said that. All right, so but, so I'm in this argument a lot because I love making smash burgers, that kind of a thing. And you, but you don't like are you not a ha- are you not a hamburger guy? I was going to ask you what's your favorite fast food hamburger. No, I do like hamburgers. Yes, um, specifically homemade. Well, uh, I like hamburgers. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But not fast food. Like you're not going to Five Guys or something like that. No, some some fast food places they do do it well, they do it good, but yeah. some they just they aren't right. I don't you know. rather you rather make it a home on the grill. <laughs> yep, I like it. I like it. Okay, let's move to pizza because that's obviously a big thing too. Thin crust, regular crust, or like the thick crust kind of you know uh, Chicago deep dish. Which which is your which is your jam? Um, regular crust. Yeah. What about yeah, pineapple? Like... What about pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, wow. pineapple on pizza. It tastes wanna... good. And... It does. Yeah. It does. It's that sweet and savory. It's interesting. Yep. Almost every driver said yes so far. We haven't had to know yet. One last time. Now, listen, you're only 14, so this could be a little tougher for you. But I feel like you have a good palate because you don't want to go to fast food. Last one. Last topic on food. If you had to eat only one more food for the rest of your life, one style, one like one country kind of, what would it be? Does seafood count? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it would definitely be seafood. Now, I like. Now, okay, keep going. Uh, I love the smell, uh, and um, it tastes really good as well. It There's does. just a bunch of different, bunch of different types of seafood, and I just love it all. All right, so uh, Evagoros wants a full seafood tower. Now, let me ask you this: because Papasavas is it is it Greek? Yes, it is Greek. But yeah. you're not saying Greek food? Like, my, I love Greek food. Well, yeah, Greek food, <laughs> definitely. But uh, you're going seafood. Yeah, I don't know. Seafood. Yeah. I love it. That's good, man. All right. Uh, okay, let's get away from racing, get away from food. What's your What's your favorite way to, to spend a day off? Do you have a day off from school, a day off from racing? What are you doing? Well, um, a day off, a day off from like, yeah, day off. Um, 
probably spending time on the sim. I was gonna say, yeah, I just, I, I cannot do it without racing. I just love racing. And on the sim, when you cannot go outside racing, then the sim is perfect. So you don't want any days off. You just want to either be in the car or in the sim. Yeah, <laughs> that works. All right. So this is an interesting question because I start, I started this when we first, when I first started this at the beginning of the year, I was asking the your drivers what their favorite movies were. Then I realized some of them were too young to really have favorite movies because they haven't been around long enough to watch movies over and over again. I'm 53, so I've watched movies like you know 30 times. Uh, <laughs> let me ask this: Are you uh, like Netflix? You know, Disney Plus, Apple TV. That's big right now. Are you a guy that likes? Do you like watching streaming streaming uh, shows? Like, uh, do you binge watch or anything, or are you more of like a video game guy too? Um, movies. I do not watch much movies, but I do watch some shows, like car related shows. Um, one of my favorites is Top Gear. Dude, you, you, you got gear. it bad. You got racing bad on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my I've goodness. always wanted to do it. I love that, man. That That's fantastic. That's really cool. So listen, I appreciate you taking the time. We're getting to know Evagoras Papasavas. I, I love it. Uh, if fans want to follow you, tell me tell me what all the social media channels are. Where are you? Are you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? I know you're on Instagram. What platforms can they follow you on? Yeah. Um, as you said, I am on Instagram, uh, Facebook. And I believe my Facebook username is the same as my uh, my Instagram. Uh, Twitter, I think I do have a Twitter, but I do not post much on there. Okay, you're not using it? All right, that's okay. No. What about sponsors? You got any sponsors you want to take the opportunity to mention here? Yeah, um, BodyWise, Nutrition, uh, Tiger Natural Gas, uh, Gutswear, Racing, Airs Elite Sports Vision, Epsilon Investments. I love it. Let's wrap off with one question. Let's say, what's it like to work with a guy like Jay Howard? He's been around the sport for so long, whether it was karting in Europe when he first came over here in the early 2000s, was able, was able to win the Cooper Tire Z-Tech Championship back then. Obviously, the success he had in Indy Lights and, and you know the time he's been in, in Indianapolis. I have to feel that there's just a wealth of information there. Uh, do, you, do you guys really connect well on that kind of level, that that racing and, and that you know that really getting deep into the tech tech side of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we connect very well. And I think that that's very important when you're on a team to connect well with the people around you and especially your team boss. And a guy like Jay Howard, his experience in racing, being former um, IndyCar driver, yep. that's definitely helpful for me who has not done much car racing. And that's and I think that this upcoming year with Jay Howard and his experience, it's going to be a great year. So obviously we're not going to see you at St. Petersburg. We won't see you at Barber Motorsports Park. It's very likely going to be an Indianapolis Motor Speedway uh, Grand Prix weekend uh, debut for you. And then, of course, into the Oval at, at uh, Indianapolis Raceway Park. What number are you riding? What, what number are we going to have on the, the, on the end plates of the wing? Um, well, I used to be number nine, but we just recently changed it to number six. Number six. So I will be driving the number six USF 2000 car. There it is, folks. Eva Goris. Papasavas. Uh, announcers around the world, start saying that name because uh, you're going to be talking about Evagoras quite a bit over the next uh, decade or so. Uh, Evagoras, thank you so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you in the paddock. It's going to be a fun season. Yeah, it was, it was great. I love doing this and good to see you, Rob.
Have a course, Papa Sabas, folks, running for J. Howard Driver Development this year, the rookie in the program, the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship, as he told you. Won't be on track until the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course event. We look forward to seeing him join that grid of what will be a ton of talented young drivers on the first step of the Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 37 of the Road to Indy Insider. Lots more interviews. We're going to try to hit every one of the drivers in the paddock here in 2022. May take all the way to December, but we'll see. Stay with us, folks. Lots more to come. But on behalf of Evagoras, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>